to a Hope 103.2 podcast. Welcome to Everyday God Conversations with Tanya Harris. It's a place to reflect on the God conversations of Scripture, the ultimate God conversation in Jesus, and for you to hear firsthand from the Holy Spirit. Salvation is a word we use a lot in church, but not so much in today's world. Jesus' name literally means God saves. But what exactly are we being saved from? Often what comes to mind is that Jesus saves us from eternal death in hell after we die. But God's view of salvation is much bigger than that. Salvation is much more than what happens after we die. It's salvation while we live, and it affects every area of our lives. Pastor, theologian, and friend of mine, Megan Good, defines it this way. Salvation is the setting right of all things on earth as it is in heaven. It's a comprehensive rescue of humanity and all creation from everything that distorts its design. Put simply, it's a place where God's will gets done. I think one of the best ways to think about salvation is by taking a look at one church denomination that named itself after the concept, the Salvation Army. You may know of their work that started in the roughest parts of 19th century England and today operates in 134 countries of the world. When you read their story and see what their founders William and Catherine Booth did, you'll see that they had this kind of holistic definition of salvation in mind. Yes, their work started with spiritual salvation. William was a preacher. He was raised in traditional churches and he would go out on the streets with his tambourines and he would organise bands and parades and he would preach the good news and people would find salvation. However, William Booth also recognised that salvation was bigger than that and he started so many initiatives that looked at other forms of salvation. For example, he would rescue drunks and homeless people from the streets and provide them with shelter and clothing. Then he would save people from unemployment and help them find jobs. Then he helped those who were caught up in sex trafficking, those young girls, and he advocated for changing the laws around this. He also helped save those who were struggling with disabilities and set up a deaf and dumb ministry. He helped save those who were missing and set up a missing persons bureau. He helped save those who were struggling in times where they couldn't receive legal aid and set up aid for the poor. He was helping to save those who were involved in loss and search and rescue services, those who were the victims of disasters. He even helped save those who were subject to poor ethics in industry. There's one particular story I like where there was a matchbox factory and basically they were producing a chemical phosphorus in the production line that was causing people to feel very sick and then to die So Booth set up an alternative matchbox factory and then he advocated to change the law. William and Catherine Booth saw that salvation was much bigger than just the spirit. In their words, they said, this is the way we grew. We saw the need. We saw the people starving. We saw people going about half naked, people doing sweated labour. And we set about bringing a remedy for things. We were obliged There was a compulsion. 
how could we do anything else? They called themselves an army, with good reason, because they saw themselves as God's battle force that was sent in the world to fight the spiritual forces of evil. They recognized, as Paul wrote, that the problem was not flesh and blood, but the powers of darkness that caused destruction on the earth, that brought people to poverty and humiliation and a lack of dignity. And then they sought to be part of God's solution, bringing salvation to the world. Jesus said that he came to save that which is lost. And then he called us to join him in that mission, to be an army, just as William and Catherine Booth were, to help be a part of bringing salvation from heaven to earth, to set things right according to God's design. It's the salvation mission that God has called every one of us to be involved with. Thanks so much for joining us today on Everyday God Conversations. If you'd like to know more about having your own God conversation, go to godconversations.com. Thanks for listening to Everyday God Conversations with Tanya Harris. Please subscribe to this podcast to get the latest from Tanya and also let your friends, colleagues and family know about it too. Our hope is for more people listening in and learning how to have everyday conversations with him. Hi, my name is Heidi Wiseman and I host my podcast, Hopeful Reflections with Heidi. In this weekly podcast, I reflect on topics surrounding our everyday lives, actively seeking biblical principles to anchor you deeper in hope. I talk about how God is everywhere and try not to miss the magic that surrounds us regardless of our circumstances. Also faith, our faith pleases God. I talk about the measure of our faith and how it is like a currency. I continually point to our God in every episode as God is love and love is how he expresses himself. To experience this podcast, go to hopepodcast.com.au or your favourite podcast app and look for Hopeful Reflections with Heidi. My hope is that these three-minute messages would encourage and inspire you in this journey of life.